Welcome to the 126 Podcast, Episode 5, keeping you up to date on all things athletics in 75126. Today, we have a very special guest, the very first lead coach of the month. Let's go. here in the one two six this is episode five we're, we're trucking along here we're um this is becoming a pretty regular thing not that long ago this was just a, a nugget of an idea um so let's let's start this thing off like we usually do we have our our co-host back reed what's going on what's up guys it's good to be back i missed it last week we're glad to have you back reed it's yeah, nice to see you sitting over there yeah well, I'm not stuck with just Addison. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that must have sucked. I need yeah. Reed to balance me out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so let's figure out what's going on around town, Reed. So varsity boys basketball, the Forney boys basketball is 1-1 one one in district play. They lost against North Forney 59-53. They won against West Mesquite 72-48. They play Royston next on January 12th, which is today. Yeah. Uh, North Forney boys basketball is 3-0 district. Uh, they won against Forney, like I just said, 59-53. And they also won against West Mesquite, 70-66. And they also won against Roy City, 48-47. And they play Highland Park next. Uh, varsity girls basketball, Forney girls basketball is 2-3 in district. They lost against Highland Park, Poteet, and North Forney. But they won against Greenville and West Mesquite. And they also play Roy City next. North Point girls basketball is 11 and 4 so far this season. They are 5 and 0 in district play. Uh, they won against West Mesquite 56-25, and they play Highland Park next. Uh, Highland Park and North Mes- I mean North Forney are both um, undefeated in the district, so that should be a pretty good game. It should be. That's tonight over at North Forney. That's a big district game because yeah. both undefeated teams are the only two undefeated teams left. So. Ultimately, they play in each other for the outright lead in 13-5A. And I've, I've been out of high school for a long time now, but is it bad that I still like to see Highland Park lose a little bit? No. Well. Is that is that wrong? If me? they're playing us, we better <laughs> like to see them lose. Yeah. That's what I've been Well, saying. obviously, but I love, I mean, I just, I don't know. Something about Highland Park. Is it still a thing that Forney kids don't like Highland Park? I think anybody that's not at Highland Park. It's not like that they don't like Highland Park. <laughs> they just like competing and winning against mm-hmm. Highland Park. Yeah, He's not very so. politically correct today. For no, the, uh, I'm not saying it's like a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a, like a little. Hey, a I got to point extra, out to. I'm going to bail you out. Addison's changed the subject on here. <laughs> uh, Roy City. Uh, I know Reed said before that uh, the Forney boys play Roy City tonight. We talked last week, Reed, when you when you were over doing your job training about quarantines. Uh, Roy City boys actually have gone on quarantine now, so um, that game is going to get pushed. Um, Coach Holloway at Forney High is the sub-chair, quote-unquote, for, for boys basketball, which means he keeps up with the standings, and he also helps teams reshuffle those schedules and keep up with, um, like I said, I think I said this last week, we've had five of eight, I think we're now up to six of eight boys teams that have been at one time or are currently on quarantine. Not a scary thing, you know. It's taking a precautionary step to make sure there's no spread of COVID here in this season. So, but that game's going to get pushed. All right, let's hear about soccer. So, varsity boys soccer, forty boys soccer is o two and one so far. Their second loss was to Longview, and they played Jacksonville on the fourteenth. 
North Florida Boys Soccer is 0-1-1, tying with Berkner, 0-0. They play Rockwell Heath next. Uh, Varsity Girls Soccer, Forney Girls Soccer is 2-1-1, picked up their first one against Wiley, 5-2, but lost to Longview, 6-2. They play North Mesquite next on 1-12. Uh, North Forney Girls Soccer is 0-2 so far, losing to Turner, 2-0. They face Horn next on the 13th. Awesome. And we just hosted a soccer tournament. Yeah, we did. And I, <clears throat> we talked about this last week too, right? This is the first sport that's actually been able to host a tournament because volleyball and basketball indoor sports were unable to do that by UIL rule this year. Um, soccer had a, had a great tournament. Again, we're outdoors. There's a lot of room at Citibank Stadium and at North Forney as well uh, for, for uh, soccer to take place. So we did host a tournament. There's some very good teams that come to that boys' soccer tournament. Uh, at Forney and at North Forney, and um, so it was very competitive. And we've got another soccer tournament coming up this month, so we'll see more soccer action on Thursdays through Saturdays coming up at our stadium. Yeah, it's just great to see uh, Forney hosting events again. I mean, yeah, it's, for I mean sure. it's it's been a while. It seems like a really long time. So now that we figured out what's going on around town, um, let's go into our segment with Coach Weaver. It's time to sit down with Forney ISD's athletic director, Neil Weaver. What's going on? Well, a lot, a lot. right? Um, Always. But I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we all know, you know, uh, 2020 was kind of a kick in the pants. And for pretty much everybody, um, some people uh, uh, much more so than others. And, and certainly it's been a challenge for our programs, for, for coaches, for student athletes, um, for everyone. But we hope we're on the... Upward swing coming out, you know, hopefully, um, you know, 2021, I think we all hope to see uh, a greater spring, actually a spring at all compared mm-hmm. to last year. Um, but so we wanted to start off the year doing something uh, really fun and, and celebratory, right? We know we've got um, a lot of really outstanding coaches on staff. Obviously, we, we, you know, this the whole purpose of this podcast is to talk about our kids, our student athletes, our teams, and the coaches that lead those teams. And um, so we have a system put together to select a coach of the month, a lead coach of the month. It's really important that I quantify it with lead because we're, we're talking about a coach. This could be a coach that's at any campus, any level, boys or girls. could be a novice coach. It could be a veteran. Um, but the, the two uh, qualifying factors are, number one, the person has to be Um, nominated by their own peer, right? So it's got to be another coach on our staff that nominates a coach for lead coach of the month. Um, That's really important. And then the second piece of it, it's not based on, you know, what their accomplishments are this this month or last month or how many games they won or, you know, did they win a big tournament. It's, It's not about the scoreboard. It's not about the record. It's about what does that person do individually on staff, what kind of influence do they have with kids, um, what is their you know, professional reputation, and how do they exemplify lead, which is our sort of um, part of our guiding philosophy philosophy for Forney ISD Athletics, right? The leadership, just positive influence among the programs and among the kids on campus, um, effort, somebody that works hard, attitude that has the right perspective and the right attitude every day with a positive perspective that they bring to their work, and then determination. And determination is a big part of... <laughs> of what we've done through 2020 and through the fall, Absolutely. right, and into the winter. And no matter what the circumstances are, we're going we're gonna to power through. We're going to support each other. And um, 
So I'm very excited for us to have started this initiative. We're going to do it every month, and we've got a really um, great representative as our first inaugural lead coach of the month, somebody that's had an influence on our programs for a very long time in Forney ISD. Absolutely, and they and people can find out who, who wins Coach of the Month both here and on uh, the Forney ISD athletics social media accounts, Absolutely, correct? yes. Okay. Yeah. So without further ado, why don't you tell us who won our very first inaugural Coach of the Month award? All right, well, the very first Forney ISD lead Coach of the Month is awarded to uh, a very deserving gentleman uh, that's been on our staff for many years, and we'll get to hear from him in just a minute, and that's Coach Jeff Pruitt from Forney High School. Absolutely, and I um, – I did not play for Coach Pruitt, but just being in school, I, I knew Coach Pruitt. He was there whenever I was there, and uh, I knew what kind of reputation he had around the school. So uh, whenever I saw that his name was first on here, I was not surprised at all. There you go. Um, so we actually have a, have a real treat today in getting to talk to two of Coach Pruitt's current athletes. Um, so we're going to talk to these guys right now. So we, right now we have two baseball players with us. Reed, why don't you go ahead and, um, and introduce your, your peers here. So uh, we have Cameron Hunt and Zach Brown. Uh, they both play baseball. They're both pretty good at it. Yeah. So just all right, just pretty good. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How are y'all? How are you? We're doing good. We're excited to have y'all here. So um, we're gonna ask y'all a few just kind of basic questions as well as uh, some questions about Coach Pruitt. So I hope you're ready to kind of uh, brag on your coach here a little bit. Um, so first off, let's just get y'all's perspective. Um, you know, how excited are you for baseball season? How are things going so far? I'm super excited. It's going to be a good season. I mean, everybody's getting ready. Everybody's working on their craft right now. I mean, we got a couple weeks left until we start. Mm-hmm. Everybody's working. Counting down the days. It's been a while for y'all, hasn't it? Because mm-hmm. um, baseball was unfortunately one of those uh, one of those sports that that didn't really get to come back last year. So um, I'm sure it's felt like an eternity since y'all have, y'all have been on the diamond. So. Yeah. Um, we're just glad to see y'all back out there. So real quick, let's just get y'all's opinion or uh, get some background. How long have y'all have y'all known Coach Pruitt? I've known him for four years now. Mm-hmm. This is my freshman year. He was our freshman coach. I've known him for I've known of him for a little bit more than four years because my brother came through the program. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've known him for a little over four years. So he got he got nominated by one of his coaching peers. Um, but let's hear y'all's y'all's opinion. Why do you think he got this first uh, coach of the month award? He's always been around us, and he's a great guy. He's um he's always loving. He'll smile. He'll, he's always encouraging us to play better and coaching us to get better every single day. Yeah, he's just great motivator, very passionate in what he does, and mm-hmm. just it's always got a smile on his face. You mentioned it every day, right? The consistency thing is a huge thing for coaches as well as for athletes. So um, just real quick, give us kind of an insight into what Coach Pruitt's like in practice. You know there's different types of coaches. Mm-hmm. There's kind of rah-rah coaches. There's there's different types of coaches. So what is Coach Pruitt like? Coach Pruitt, he's like you see him on the field, and he'll be like he'll always come up to you and teach you like a new thing you haven't done, or he'll, he'll notice the little things, the little details that you, you, weren't, you didn't realize while you're doing it. But he'll teach you why you need to fix it and how you can. And he'll teach you the drills that uh, get you there to do that. Yeah, that's awesome. Coaches that, that notice the small things and really taking it, you know, that one step further, that, that next level. Um, so is there anything that, that you think he's taught you that you think you're going to take with you for the rest of your life, regardless of whether or not it's in, in baseball or, or just in life? 
And I know it's kind of a hard question. If yeah. there isn't something that comes up right away, maybe you could just talk about how, how he does his job, how, how that may have informed how you want to do your job. Um, I think what he's taught me is to just be passionate about what you do and do it at 100% every single time. Right. He definitely brings that. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge thing. Um, I mean, that's what, like, like my dad always taught me, you know, if you if you love what you do, you're not going to work a day in your life. And it's it's one thing to hear that, but it's another thing to see people that are living that out. And so, um, I mean, that's that's probably one of those things that he just kind of shows. Do you all have any stories from your, maybe your freshman team or anything like that that you'd like to share of, of practice or a game? Just something, we always like to hear these stories that, that are just, uh, you know, fun, things on the bus, things like that that you do with coaches or, or, or whatever that you think you might remember. Um, Reed, you can have, you can you can chime in here too, right? You're a baseball player. I can't think of any of that I've heard from them. Yeah. I just my mind blanked as soon as you yeah, said yeah, that. I can't think of any stories. <laughs> it's all right. Like, I mean, throw, like he throws the best like BP that anybody's oh, like ever really seen. Like love that. it's always perfect. And, yeah. Like. That's one of those things as a baseball player you do notice, and you'll yeah. remember that, right? Yeah, I'm always looking forward to Wednesdays when we hit in the um, big turtle on the on the field because he's always throwing good BP. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, uh, we love to hear that kind of stuff. So, um, real quick, you guys are both seniors, correct? Yes. Um, so this is your kind of this is your last season of high school baseball. What are you guys thinking as you're as you're kind of moving into the season, or what are some things that your coaches might be telling you about how you approach that? Um, just take it day by day. Just um, just work as hard as you can and don't lay off. Mm-hmm. Don't regret it. You need yeah. to go in a hundred percent. Don't regret anything you do. Absolutely. Well. Um, well, we're hoping that you guys have an awesome season. Um, one thing that we we did talk about this on our last episode, if y'all didn't hear it, was we heard from a coach, uh, not on here, I heard from a coach a while ago that was saying, um, you know, whenever he's a player, he approached it one way because his coach told him, he said, there's a certain number of pitches that you're going to see for the rest of your life, and that number is set, right? It's never going to change um, except for go down. So every time he stepped in the box, he was thinking like, all right, this is one pitch, one pitch, one pitch that's, that's you know, going down on that ticker. And, and unfortunately, y'all's ticker is getting getting a little shorter, right? Mm-hmm. But um, we're we're so happy to, to talk to athletes and get to hear from y'all. So, um, you know, thank you for sharing with us about Coach Pruitt. Thank you for for sharing with the, with us about your season, and we we wish, wish y'all the best of luck. Thank y'all for coming on. Thank you. So we're gonna play musical chairs real quick to to get people back on the mic. So we're gonna have Coach Pruitt and Coach Weaver um, come back on here, and we're gonna talk to the man of the hour for a little bit. So let's get ready for this, uh, this special edition of the Coach's Office. The Coach's Office. This is the Coach's Office with the very first lead coach of the month. What's going on, Coach Pruitt? How are you? Oh, I'm doing just fine, thank you. Thank you so much for coming out here, and thank you so much for everything that you do for Forney ISD. Um, Coach Weaver, do you have anything that you want to start us off with? I do. I listened to you interview those two uh, yeah. young gentlemen on our baseball team, and the, the reason they couldn't think of a, a goofy story yeah. offhand with, about our lead coach of the month is probably because he's out there taking care of business. Probably. Right? Yeah. They talked about how consistent he is, and I do want to say this before you get into interviewing him. I, it's the um, the thing that sets Coach Pruitt apart, I think, um, and made him such a great candidate for this first lead coach of the month award. It's not just that he was he was nominated by mul- not just one but multiple uh, peers at Forney High School, but also it's not just just his consistency on the field, 
but it's that consistency off the field, mm -hmm. in the classroom, uh, as in his personal life, um, in his relationship with, with students and with his peers, with staff at high, over a, a very long and, and um, um, influential period, mm -hmm. right, that, that makes him uh, such a great applicant. For, I mean, such a great, not an applicant, but an right. award, a winner for this award. This yeah, year. well, I mean, I was happy to hear that he throws the best VP in the yeah. world because that's something that, that players are looking forward to, and that's not something that you have to, you know, it's not a goofy thing or whatever. It's helping them, but also they're like, they know they can rely on Coach Brewer for that, so that's awesome. Um, so, real quick, welcome to the podcast, and um, how long have you been with Forney ISD? Uh, 22 years. 22 years. Uh, one year... In Mesquite, and then I came over to 40, so 22 years. Yeah, um, 22 years. That is that is awesome. So, um, I mean, what where does that put him in terms of where coaches are in the district right now? Do we have do we have any coaches that have been with Forney? I see Lauren, the coach Pruitt, currently Off, active in the district. <clears throat> offhand, uh, you know, maybe Sandy. Mm, I think um, so. I think. Sandy oh, yeah. Cook uh, is a uh, as you know head track coach mm -hmm. at Forney High, long long time uh, head cross country head track, and. Um, She's actually a retire rehire, so she retired, and then we were able to bring her back. Um, kind of puts her in a different category, but I, I so I think possibly uh, Coach Pruitt's uh, very near the longest tenured uh, full time regular yeah. coach and teacher that we have on staff. Well, that doesn't happen by accident, right? Uh, it doesn't. I know it's, it's kind of odd, I guess, for the coaching uh, world because a lot of the uh, people sit, tend to move around, and I know they desire a different position, but. I, I just ever since I came to Forney, I just really enjoyed working with the people, the, the administrators. We've got great kids. Uh, I've been fortunate to be part of some really good athletic programs, and just really enjoyed being there. And, and just hadn't really had a desire to go do anything yeah. else. And, and it, it's just everything's worked out. I mean, every year uh, now I've taught a lot of different things. My teaching has changed many, many times. But I just kind of hung in there and did whatever they needed me to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then working with administrators and the other teachers and the staff members and just really the kids. We just have some really outstanding, not just athletically, but I mean kids in general. Just And I'm just enjoying being there, and I just uh, like being there. Yeah. Oh, well, I would hope so. After 22 years, I would hope yeah, that no you doubt. enjoy it for sure. Um, you know, Coach Pruitt, right, he's, we, we know because we talk to these guys, and we know because we know Coach Pruitt from the baseball field. We see mm -hmm. him, you know, he's a, a longtime baseball coach for us. Uh, he's also assistant tennis coach. I don't know how many people know that, but he's a big asset to the tennis program. Uh, we've got assistant tennis coach for the spring. We've got another one for the fall. So Coach Pruitt does it in the fall while before baseball begins, then he shifts over to baseball for the spring. And I wanted to ask you if you could touch on real quick your classroom assignment now as well. Well, this year I'm doing what is called inclusion, and, and so uh, I work with special ed uh, students. Uh, I'm in the general classroom, co sort of as a co-teacher co with uh, U.S. history, world history, economics, and government, and uh, I work in conjunction with the uh, the other teacher, and I'm assigned really a certain number of students that I'm supposed to make sure that they understand, that they, uh, they get it, they need all the help that they need to have, but uh, just being in there, it's like I, I work with everyone. I can't just, you know, single people out. It's just uh, I, I love being in the social studies department. There's awesome people there. And so I just uh, kind of circulate and help them all. And, um, you know, I just, I just sort of like a uh, 
just an extra person in there to assist anybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then there's some days when maybe they can't be there to sub, and I just kind of – I've taught uh, classes before, so I just kind of take over and do some things and you know, with days that they're not there. So. And this is a new thing this year? Well, no, I've done it – okay. I've been in inclusion. I've, I've changed subjects. I've been mm-hmm. in some different things. But uh, I've been in inclusion for a couple of years. Uh, and then there were times where I was just – World history teacher, PE, English. I mean, I've done a lot of different things. So you you can imagine in 22 years, sometimes, you know, you just have to pitch in where they need you. Right, absolutely. uh, uh, Especially during these times here when we've uh, gone through the COVID thing, it's just everybody pitching in and just really helping each other out. And so, uh, but I'm doing inclusion right now, and I really like it. That's a big aspect of, um, I think, the whole picture of Coach Pruitt, right? He, when he says he's gone to, he's taught English, he's taught history, he's taught geography, he's been a special education teacher. He does four different subjects right now. That's something we forget sometimes. These mm-hmm. guys are, are classroom teachers too all day long before they, either before school they've got practice, after school they've got practice, they're doing all the things they're doing on the weekend. It's really two full-time jobs. But his willingness to pitch in and help wherever he's needed. Um, I think that's probably why he, uh, I don't know that he set out to be a tennis coach, but I know he's been really influential in tennis. And it's, it's having influence where you're led or, or where you are or where you, your, your skill set is needed. Um, and Coach Pruitt has always been willing to step up and do what's needed. And then, and then when he does step up, he's knocked it out of the park every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, you nailed, the, nailed it on the head there. The, the teaching aspect of this, we don't talk about that a whole lot on here. But that is something that we can't forget, right? I mean, Absolutely. as a teacher, I can't really imagine taking on a coach's, like a full coach's load right now. Um, and I don't even teach that. I have like two classes. So it's not like yeah. it's not like uh, I have a super difficult class schedule. So there are coaches out there that have more classes than me at a core subject that's tested by the state. And they're coaching. Yeah, for um, sure. And coaching multiple sports. So right. uh, that's definitely something we can't forget. But let's switch back over to the coaching side. What kind of got you involved in coaching? What made you say, I think I want to be a coach? Well, I just, uh, <clears throat> years ago, I just helped. Before I was in the uh, public school system, I was in the medical business for a long time. And uh, I just helped in the summer and through our church with a group of kids, helping them coach basketball and baseball and all that and I just really I just enjoyed being around the kids you know and so uh, after years of being in the medical business I finally said I need to go use that degree you know I guess that that I got and uh, so having already had summer experience and everything you know I uh, initially hired on in Mesquite just as a teacher not as a coach and uh, I just really missed being around kids because I wasn't doing the summer thing anymore but uh, I just I just got going in that first year with Forney, and I don't know, just uh, I guess for having played baseball for so long and basketball, I, just the competitive nature inside of me, I just wanted to be part of that. Mm-hmm. And, and to see kids and try to help kids grow and develop, I just, you know, that was just something I really wanted to do. And so uh, the coaching part, and it, you know, it goes way beyond athletics. And we really stress this. and everything at Forney and really in the baseball program. And we're trying to make those, like the two that were just here, way more than just good baseball players, uh, men, you know, to mm-hmm. take care of things in life when they get a, out of high school and they, um, you know, approach the difficulties and things and work through those things. So it's it's a process of just have, watching a young man. And I, I've coached a, a few little girls' sports too. 
uh, but mostly the boys. But just seeing them grow into a young man that's going to be productive in society and things, I just wanted to be a part of that. And so uh, the coaching has just really allowed me to do that, and I've just really enjoyed it, you know. And, and uh, so, you know, all this stuff was just kind of surprising to me to get a, an award like this or, you know, or recognition because I just try to go to work every day and do my job, you know. And yeah. It was it was like years ago I heard this preacher say, and I, this is the way I try to lead, lead all the time, is I'd rather see a sermon than hear a sermon any day. Mm. And so that's just what I try to do. Yeah. You know, I just try to lead by an example. Not real, not real rah-rah. You won't walk right. into the gym and probably hear my voice booming yeah. or, or out on the tennis court or on the baseball field. Um, but, you know, I, I can get my point across in a different way. Right. But I, leading by example, I think, means a lot. To, so Absolutely. Just, I mean, it's – and as, as a coach, I mean, you, you have so many kids that you've coached over the years. You never know um, – you know, in Forney, we're, we're very blessed to live in Forney, but you never know – what a kid's home life is like, right. and just to get to see that example of somebody living it out every day, is is probably more impactful than anything that you'll do. Which is is great that you recognize that and you see that already. Um, but we we obviously other people have noticed it too, right? That you've that you've you know gotten this uh, recognition. So we love to hear that. Let's. I want to go back to kind of your playing days. Tell us about an impactful coach in your life that may have lived that out in front of you. Um. Back in high school, I guess I had a, a, a coach that was very uh, tough. I mean, he was very disciplinarian, and uh, he just—I mean—he always made sure you walked the fine line and you did what you were supposed to do, and just took care of your business. And he always used to tell me that you know you ought to be—you ought to think about being a coach one of these days, you know. And, and I mean, he was—he was tough. He was really tough on us. And I, I guess I always thought about him. Looking back, because I really respected that man, he had a great family and very successful in his uh, coaching uh, uh, life, you know, and everything about him was just really neat. And uh, so I just kind of emulated him and kept thinking about that all the time when he used to tell me, you ought to think about being a coach, mm -hmm. you know. So, um, and that was back in high school, that was a long, long time ago. <laughs> and. Uh, so disciplinarian, but I mean, man, he'd, he'd hug your neck and just pat you on the back, and yeah. uh, it wasn't just like you know you messed up here, or whatever. He let you know when you did a good job too. So I, I just thought about him a lot when I was getting involved in coaching. That's awesome. That's awesome. Did you have something, Coach Weaver? Yeah, I was going to say, and he, he hit this. The kids hit this. You hear this over and over, right? It's consistency mm -hmm. of the of the way he Coach Pruitt leads his life, the way he models for students, uh, the way he coaches his willingness to give of his time and his, his talents and everything, he's just consistent. And um, that is so important, and especially in these days and times, right, when, we're, when you never know what the next challenge around the corner is going to be, uh, to be able to go look at that consistent example of a guy who has the right priorities and mm -hmm. who's teaching the right priorities is really, really important. I'd be remiss if I didn't share some of this. Is it okay if I share some of the Absolutely. directly from the words of the people who nominated him? And again, there were multiple nominations, but I wanted to read a couple of things that came straight from Coach Pruitt's peers on the nomination form. Coach Jeff Pruitt exemplifies the true meaning of what lead is all about. First and foremost, he's the picture of honesty, loyalty, and integrity. He's a man of strong faith and a leader of young men. Although he goes about his leadership on the field, court, and classroom in a very quiet way, not seeking attention or recognition, there's no doubt that he strongly exemplifies those lead qualities. Mm -hmm. 
Another paragraph was kind of the same thing. He's exceptional in the classroom, earning high praises. He works with kids with special needs. It's unwavering and consistent. The terms faith, family, and forney are perfect description of the man and the educator that he is. Coach Pruitt's a team player. He's always ready to do what the school and program need him to do. I think we talked about that very thing here today. He's a tireless worker and a humble winner in life. Our students are fortunate to have his leadership and influence. Without help from Coach Pruitt, the tennis team or the baseball team would undoubtedly struggle to maintain the high levels at which they perform. So you're talking about dotting all the I's and crossing mm -hmm. all the T's there. He checks all the boxes. He's yeah. the professional life, his personal life, um, the way he teaches skills on the field, the way he approaches his job in the classroom, and the way he leads our students on all those in all those areas. We're really proud to have him on our staff. Absolutely, Coach Pruitt. Real quick, um, what what kind of jumps into your head whenever you whenever you hear those those red? I'm just very humbled. I mean, to like I said, I just kind of go about my business every day and do my job, what I what I'm hired to do, and uh, you know, to hear some stuff, stuff like that, it really. I mean, it really touches me. I, re I really appreciate that people recognize that. And, uh, yeah, I just, like Coach Weaver said, I just try to be consistent and live by an example. Just kind of hoping that somebody will see, like, hey, maybe that guy's a little different. He handled that situation a little bit different, you know. And um, so it's, it's very humbling to hear those words. People have taken notice, Coach Pruitt. We're glad. Yeah, very have. proud to have you on staff. Absolutely. Coach Pruitt, I think uh, – I don't think there's anything else I can offer. I think that is a perfect way for us to wrap this thing up. We're, we're approaching 30 minutes right here. So uh, right there, thank you, Coach Pruitt, for coming out here. Yes, thank you. Um, Coach Weaver, thanks as always. You bet. From Reed and myself, this is the 126 Podcast. We will talk to you all next time.